Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to It's Me, E. Marie Podcast. I am your host, <laughs> E. Marie. Welcome you all back um, to an amazing podcast. I may be biased, maybe because I am the host and the creator, but nonetheless, um, thank you guys for tuning in. I know I sound a little hoarse today, but nonetheless, I gotta get my my coffee intake in. Um, But I just want to um, do like I do. Y'all know I'm here to encourage, inspire, uplift, and empower. And this week has been, how can I sum it up? It was a stretch, it was a challenge. Very insightful, very educational, um, and I learned a lot. Um, but one lesson that I learned, I learned it from my son. And those of you who have been following me for quite some time know that I've been in um, a fight concerning my son. I'm not with him as an individual, but alongside of him, he's been in a spiritual battle. Um, initially, you know how the enemy does. He could try to cause us to be at odds with one another and uh, having us fighting against flesh and blood um, if we're not careful. Um, but this week, uh, my son, he reached out to me because he was dealing with some a situation um, while he is uh, incarcerated and uh, prior to him, him going to jail you know he's 17 years old he'll be 18 this year and um, I used to tell him I said son you know there will come a point in time you may not want to listen to what I say now but there will be a point in time where the things that I've been pouring into you, you're going to have to regurgitate them. There will be a point in time where you will need me for sound advice. And here we are years later, and what I spoke then has come into fruition. Um, So, I, I love my children. My children are a gift from God. My children are... Um, reason why I am still here today, Um, because before them, I was living a life that was just, I was reckless, but I'm grateful um, for the gift of my children, regardless of the choices that they make, um, the journey that they take, my love for them will outlast any mistakes, any achievements that they will ever have in life. And so related to my son, (laughs) uh, he was dealing with a great deal of things and um, he he called me. And like we always do, you know, we give our our love, uh, we greet each other in love as we communicate via telephone or FaceTime or when we see each other face to face, you know, we embrace each other tell each other we love them. 
And so, uh, this particular day, he sounded off when he called me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what's, what's really, what's really going on? Because I, I don't like the surface type of, com, you know, communication. I really want to know what's, what's going on. I want to get in your head. I want to get a, a feel of what's going on in your world. And so, my son knows that about me, so he, he'll try to uh, talk around it. Uh, but this day, he just, he couldn't. He was like, Mama, he was like, I'm in here, I'm dealing with some stuff. I'm like, okay, son, like, talk to me, like, talk to me. <laughs> and so, he begins to tell me, like, the battles that he is up against with these young men. And, um... The, the them trying him, um, if you will. For one, they don't know him. For two, he doesn't know them. Um, and it's more so to to see who he is as an individual. You know, test him. And so I was listening to him. I could hear his frustration. I could hear the aggravation in his voice. And like Mama, you know, I had to console him. Not that he was crying, but I had to, to settle his spirit and let him know that, baby, even from afar, I'm always going to be mama. Baby, even from afar, I'm always going to love you. Baby, even from afar, I'm always going to give you words of wisdom for you to cherish and hold on to that will help you as you're going through life process, your life journey. So he began to tell me about this young man and how they were testing him, calling him out of his name and just trying to provoke him. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I said, but what did you respond to? And the reason I asked him, what did you respond to? Is a lot of times in life, things will hit us and we automatically respond. And our response is an indication that we bear witness to what people have said about us. So if they calling you a punk and you respond in anger, that's an indication that you identify with what they have said. But if your response is coming from a gentle place, that's an indication that you know who you are and whose you are. And just because they have called you out of your name, just because they have they they have tried to provoke you and and speak these things over your life, doesn't mean that you succumb to them. So it's all about your response and how you respond indicates what you identify yourself as. And that's what I was trying to get him to understand. I said, baby, just because they call you these things don't mean you have to respond in anger. And a lot of times, you know, we find ourselves responding out of anger. We find ourselves responding out of frustration. Instead of removing ourselves from these particular issues or trials and really assessing the situation and seeing who is it that is calling me these things? Is it is it God? Is it the enemy? Is it your inner me? Who is it? 
You know, a lot of times we could avoid a lot of situations that could lead us in, down a path of destruction, lead us down a path of um, depression. Because truth be told, you know, we all deal with some level of depression predicated on on the situation. We have to rise up above it and know without a shadow of a doubt whose we are. I'm speaking to you guys, those of us who identify as Christian disciples of Christ Jesus. We have to know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty unto God for the pulling down of strongholds. Just like my son is dealing with individuals trying to taunt him and provoke him to respond in a manner that's outside his character, Satan does the same thing with us as individuals within our walk, in our walk, you know? And we we try to look at people like, oh, y'all the devil, da-da-da-da-da. No, it's not. They're not the devil. No, they're not. Because if you remember, in Ephesians 6, it tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Nah, it's not a flesh and blood battle. We, we're fighting a spiritual battle. But when we try to look at man, woman, our children as our enemy, <laughs> we already set ourselves up to fail. We already set ourselves up to fail. We have to know that our adversary is the devil. And he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I love the B clause of that particular verse. It says, but I have come, this is Christ, has come that we may have life and that life more abundantly. God desires of us to live in abundance. The enemy comes to, to destroy us, to steal our joy, to steal our peace. He comes to try to wreak havoc in our lives. But we have to know whose we are and who we are. In order for us to pivot and to really know, like, without a shadow of a doubt, like, this is already a fixed fight. We will win. And our winning is predicated on how we view our present and current situation. Are we looking out of the lens of our natural eye, our carnal eyes? Or are we spiritually inclined to see that the enemy is using his tactics to get us off focus, out of focus, out of alignment? And as I told my son, I said, baby, I said, you got to know who you're up against. And I said, in order to understand your opponent, you got to study him. And I told him this, like, way before he got locked up. 
And for him to call me back, literally, a few days after that initial conversation, and let me know, Mama, you know what? What you said, you right. He was like, I learned a lot of stuff by removing myself from the situation and really studying people and how they move. Even though he was speaking from a natural state, I understand in the spiritual that this is, you know, he, he's learning his opponent, who he's up against. He sees it from a, a natural aspect, but I, I understand it from a spiritual aspect, you know? We gotta, we gotta get suited and booted for this thing, for this fight. It's already a fixed fight, but we have a part to play in it. Study your adversary. Disconnect from those who are bringing confusion, chaos in your life. And connect with movers and shakers in the spiritual realm. We got a lot of people out here talking a good talk. But are they walking the walk? My mom and I, we were having a conversation the other day. And uh, one thing that I realized we have a lot in common is that um, related to the text, you know, when we open up the scripture, a lot of times you hear people talk about other people while they're reading the text. But the word is living. You know, God, he has to minister to us first and that's why I feel like I am able to be effective concerning my son not that I've ever been incarcerated but life has a way of being a great teacher if you let it if you pivot make the necessary adjustments and stop living like always moving from an emotional state space or place you know um but back to my mom you know i realized that we we have a lot of common as it relates to the text you know we see ourselves in the text god begins to minister to us first and then we're able to minister you know to others and one thing i realized about jesus and what his frustration as it pertains to the sadducees and the pharisees is that yeah they knew the word definitely you cannot take that away from them. But one thing about it, what I realized is as I look at it, his frustration is that it wasn't it wasn't so much about them knowing the word. It was the fact that they weren't living the word. So instead of us trying to get knee deep and having a lot of head knowledge of the word, we have to be sure that we apply the words that have been presented unto us just like with my son in his present situation the word that I gave him it could have been just words that he heard but as I told y'all he followed up with me and what I gave him he began to apply it and as he applied it things began to change I believe the same is true with the word of God when we don't just hear the word but we are we actually apply the word. Things begin to change in our lives. It begin to change the total trajectory of our journey. 
I pray today that this podcast blesses you to know that in life there will be battles that you face and predicated on how you move how you view your present battle will actually alter or shift your destiny let's not just talk this talk let's apply it let's apply the word that we hear let's let's be chess players in this season let's let's be chess players let's let's learn our opponent and move and adjust accordingly and when we do so things will begin to change in your life in my life in all of our lives so that we can see the greater good that God has in store it's your homegirl your sister friend Emery signing off until next time deuces